The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Wednesday, August 10th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy shaving products using the code REALM at harrys.com. The U.S. now has a wide lead in Olympic medals, 26 in all, after Michael Phelps won two more yesterday and fellow swimmer Katie Ledecky won her second. The U.S. women's gymnastic team won its second gold medal. The U.S. now leads in Rio with nine gold, eight silver, and nine bronze. White people get stopped by police in Baltimore, and when they do, they're more likely to have illegal guns or drugs than blacks. But according to the Justice Department, blacks are stopped much more often and frequently subjected to unconstitutional treatment, including public strip searches. One African-American man told investigators he'd been stopped 30 times in four years, not once resulting in charges. The Justice Department's released a blistering report on the Baltimore PD, accusing it of not isolated incidents, but systemic discrimination and excessive force. The report says although blacks make up nearly two-thirds of the city's population, they make up 95% of the people stopped by police 10 times or more. This after all six officers connected with the death of Freddie Gray were released without charges. At least two of the six Baltimore police officers accused in the death of Freddie Gray are getting back pay, and a lot of it. Lieutenant Brian Rice will get nearly $127,000 in pay he was denied while he was charged and tried. Now that Rice has been found not guilty, he gets the money. For over a year, his family scraped by without it. Last month, another of the officers, Caesar Gordon, got nearly $9,000 in back pay after he too was acquitted. Lieutenant Rice, despite the money, still faces an administrative review for his part in the arrest that led to Freddie Gray's death. As protesters in Ferguson, Missouri, peacefully marked the second anniversary of the police killing of unarmed teenager Michael Brown, a pedestrian was accidentally struck by a passing car. That was followed by gunfire, aimed at the car. Fortunately, no one was wounded, and the pedestrian's injuries are reportedly not serious. Chicago has another shocking video on its hands of an incident in which police shot to death an unarmed young black man. An officer's body camera apparently recorded everything, except the shooting itself. Officers had been pursuing a stolen car with an 18-year-old suspect at the wheel. The car rammed a police car at one point, and officers fired at the vehicle as it was driven away from the scene. That's a violation of department policy, and police waited a week to release the video. The head of Chicago's police oversight agency calls the video shocking and disturbing. In Florida, a police officer accidentally shot to death a civilian woman yesterday during a training exercise. Citizens and cops had come together at a police academy to help train officers on when to shoot and when not to. The officer had accidentally left a live round in his gun. Donald Trump's slow train to self-destruction is still rolling down the tracks. The latest? Trump, in what appeared to many, to be joking about the killing of Hillary Clinton. The subject was the Second Amendment as Trump campaigned in North Carolina. After 24 hours without a controversy, Trump veered off script at a rally yesterday, telling supporters Clinton is out to gut the Second Amendment and that she'll succeed if she wins the White House and appoints like-minded Supreme Court justices. If that happens, quoting Trump, nothing you can do, folks, although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. Trump and his supporters say he was clearly talking about the power of the vote, not suggesting deadly force. 
But that isn't what he said, and it left open to interpretation a comment that could inspire those prone to violence. The NRA repeated its support for Trump and its opposition to Clinton. Trump detractors are not buying his defense, and Clinton has never once suggested curtailing Second Amendment rights. Trump's remarks were noted by the Secret Service, which has never investigated a candidate before. Despite Clinton's lead in the polls, Trump told the crowd the outcome of the November election will be bogus, saying that Clinton would encourage widespread voter fraud. Donald Trump has shown profound ignorance of science, according to more Republicans who've turned against their party's candidate. This time, it's two former environmental chiefs for three Republican presidents. They're voting for Hillary Clinton, even William Ruckelshaus, who served under Reagan and Nixon. He and William Riley, who served under the first Bush, say Clinton is committed to a reasonable science-based policy. Both Riley and Ruckelshaus believe in climate change and believe it's the biggest health threat to the world today. And they can't believe Trump calls it a hoax. Trump's also proposed building the XL oil pipeline, opening up offshore drilling, and pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord. Riley and Ruckelshaus are the latest Republican policy experts to campaign against Trump. Earlier this week, 50 Republican foreign and security advisors called Trump reckless. That group included two of George W. Bush's Homeland Security Chiefs, conservatives Tom Ridge and Michael Chertoff. The two most disliked presidential candidates in modern history, maybe ever, are, as it turns out, their own worst enemies. New polling results show that Donald Trump stopped his slide by Sunday after a week of terrible gaffes and squabbles. That was before the latest Second Amendment comment. By Sunday, Trump was back up a point and Hillary Clinton was down a point, mostly thanks to Clinton's gaffe over emails and honesty. Clinton said she'd short-circuited when Fox News asked her about saying the FBI director had called her truthful in her public statements about her private email server. He had not. James Comey had said she was honest with the FBI, but agreed with probing Republican congressman that Clinton had been untruthful to the public. If she, in fact, short-circuited, Trump says that makes her unfit to be president, even though a growing number of government and political officials say Trump's the one who's unfit. The latest poll by United Press International still, however, has Clinton leading Trump by five or six points, and other polls show her lead to be even wider. I reported yesterday about a Republican with a resume who's offered himself up as a conservative alternative to Donald Trump. Sure, no one's ever heard of Evan McMullen before, and sure, he's not on any state ballot yet, but many Republican voters hunger for an alternative to Trump. At the very least, they'd like to keep Trump from getting elected, and McMullen could act as a spoiler. Besides his conservative outlook, his experience in business and government, especially the CIA, McMullen has something else going for him. He now has a super PAC. More as it develops, if it develops. Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson is also trying to pick up Republican voters, but without much success. Johnson's latest effort involves replacing the federal income tax with a national sales tax, an idea pushed for a decade by scores of Republican lawmakers on the Hill. Republican lawmakers who agree with Johnson's plan say they don't expect it'll win him any Republican votes, partly because he's an insider, a former governor of New Mexico. A second person has now died in the U.S. from the Zika virus. A newborn girl died earlier this week. The baby's mother had traveled to Latin America during her pregnancy. She didn't know she was infected until she returned to the U.S. in her second trimester. The fetus had microcephaly caused by Zika and died shortly after birth. 
It was the first Zika fatality in Texas, but the state has 97 reported cases of Zika virus infection, each patient having traveled to Central or South America. There are more than 1,800 cases nationwide. The first fatality was an elderly man in Utah. Florida now has 21 cases, 20 in one Miami neighborhood, and one farther north in someone who'd visited that Miami neighborhood. Hillary Clinton was in Miami yesterday telling members of Congress to get off their vacations and pass a clean funding bill for a coordinated battle against Zika. By clean, she means with no riders attached, especially those that have nothing to do with the Zika fight. It was Republican riders and Democrats' refusal to pass them that kept Congress from agreeing on funding before the lawmakers left for their long summer break. Summer is prime Zika season. A redo doesn't guarantee a different outcome. Former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich was hoping it would. Blagojevich went to prison because he'd tried to auction off the legislative seat vacated by Barack Obama and because he'd tried to extort the man who's now Chicago's mayor. Blagojevich was convicted on 18 corruption counts, but last year an appeals court dismissed five of those counts. Blagojevich asked for a new sentencing hearing, hoping he'd get out of prison soon, having already served nearly five years of his 14-year sentence. No such luck. In the end, the new judge at the new sentencing hearing gave the former governor the same 14-year sentence, meaning he still has over nine years to go. Already gray-haired, his teenagers growing up, Blago, as he was known, told the judge he now knows he has only himself to blame, that he's rehabilitated, and that he wants to be with his family. He asked for mercy. He didn't get it. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. You know I've been using Harry's shaving products for many months now, and I spent a lot of time on the air and off telling people how much I love Harry's. As I've said before, I get a close, smooth, comfortable shave with Harry's, a shave that's every bit as good as the big-name brands and for a whole lot less money, a whole lot less. I love the German-engineered blades that come straight from Harry's factory to me. I even love the packaging. No middleman, no trips to stores, and no more crazy prices. Harry's blades cost half what the big brands charge. Love that, too. But you know what I really love? I love the way other razor companies jack up their prices whenever they come out with a new model, which they do regularly. Harry's new five-blade cartridges include a softer flex hinge for an even more comfortable shave, a trimmer blade for hard-to-get places, a lubricating strip, and a textured handle for more control. And the price didn't go up a penny. Love that. And it makes Harry's introductory offer even sweeter. That weighted handle, great-smelling, moisturizing shave cream, Three of those amazing cartridges and a travel cover for just 10 bucks. Normally 15 Harry's knocks off $5 when you use the code R-E-L-M at harrys.com. Stay away from those cheap disposables, but stop paying too much for quality. Support this show, your face, and your wallet by using the code R-E-L-M at harrys.com. If you're skeptical about hospitals, these two new studies won't help. One study questions hospital ICUs putting patients through invasive and expensive procedures that often leave the patient no better off. Researchers say this seems especially true for heart failure patients, those with severe diabetes, people with a clot in their lung, or those with intestinal bleeding. The UCLA researcher says he hopes to show that overused intensive care units can be harmful to both patients and the healthcare system. Another study, this one at the University of Texas Medical Center, shows one in five patients is being released 
with unstable vital signs. The study says patients are being pushed out too soon, causing too many of them to either come back or die. Quoting one researcher, there's a good reason we call them vital signs. Here's an instance in which even a skeptic of self-driving cars might welcome the technology. In Springfield, Missouri, a man relied on his Tesla Model X to get him to the emergency room. 37-year-old Josh Neely was having severe chest pains, like a steel pole through his chest, he says. While he was driving home from work, he switched on the autopilot, and while he called his wife, the car navigated him through about 20 miles of traffic to a hospital just off the highway. Turns out it was a pulmonary embolism, a blood clot in his lungs. He's fine now. This, by the way, is the same autopilot being investigated by the feds after a Florida man was killed using his, and drivers with them were injured in Montana and Pennsylvania. Tesla CEO Elon Musk has said before, when used correctly, it's already significantly safer than a person driving by themselves. Missouri's Josh Neely would likely agree. Before this year is over, nearly 70 million Americans will have used an ad blocker on their Internet browsers. That's 35% more people than last year, and next year is expected to bring 25% more ad blocking. Facebook, which makes most of its money through ads, says it's found a way to defeat those ad-blocking softwares by making the ads appear to be just another post as far as the ad blocker is concerned. Facebook defends this move, saying, We're putting control in people's hands with our updated ad preferences and other advertising controls. The drivers in New York State are perhaps the most vain in the nation, judging from the number of selfies posted online. The Empire State's Department of Motor Vehicles is not amused. Quoting the DMV, activities like taking selfies while driving are just irresponsible. Using a handheld phone while driving is illegal in New York and 13 other states. Last month, New York's DMV warned drivers about the dangers of driving while playing Pokemon Go. And from the home office, how many times must we ask the people of Florida to stop painting the turtles? As many as it takes, according to the state's Fish and Wildlife Commission, which says painting turtles hurts their health, hindering a turtle's ability to absorb vitamins from the sun, respiratory troubles, and through exposure to toxic chemicals. Fish and Wildlife posted on Facebook, Tortoises and turtles don't need touch-ups. Paint your house or your toenails. And finally, from our What Could Possibly Go Wrong department, Fire crews responded to the report of a fire in a house in Centralia, Washington. By the time they arrived, it was out, and thankfully no one had been injured. But it all could have been much worse, since they also found the guy who started the fire by trying to kill a cockroach with a homemade blowtorch using a cigarette lighter and a can of bug spray. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.